Podcast 15, Economics of Civilized Citizenship. The economics of civilized citizenship concerns two critical issues. It concerns the economic impact of uncivilized human conduct causing violence, corruption, and prejudice. Likewise, it concerns the economic impact of civilized human conduct, embracing nonviolence, altruism, and tolerance. The economics of civilized citizenship investigates to what extent violence, corruption, and prejudice cause humanity's never-ending poverty. It probes into what extent nonviolence, altruism, and tolerance help eliminate poverty forever. It tells how to go about augmenting and accelerating economic development. The economics of civilized citizenship deserves more importance than any other branch of economics, be it fiscal economics, monetary economics, or international economics. The neglect of the economics of civilized citizenship prevents nations from learning what prevents them from achieving the needed economic growth and social progress to end poverty. The neglect deters people from learning how their readiness to become civilized would help end poverty and how their willingness to allow their inclination to remain uncivilized would perpetuate poverty. The economics of civilized citizenship will detail how violence, corruption, and prejudice reduce economic growth and social progress. It will detail how poverty is caused, perpetuated, and worsened. It will explain why poverty is entrenched in rich and poor countries alike. It will explain how the entrenched poverty in both rich countries and poor countries can be eliminated. It will outline how nonviolence, altruism, and tolerance will eliminate poverty forever. It will outline how nonviolence, altruism, and tolerance would work to eliminate poverty in rich and poor countries alike. The neglect to study the economics of civilized citizenship prevents humanity from learning how violence, corruption, and prejudice would entail unbearable economic costs. The neglect to study the economics of civilized citizenship prevents humanity from learning how nonviolence, altruism, and tolerance would furnish untold economic benefits. The neglect to study the economics of civilized citizenship prevents humans from learning the infinitely immense benefits of becoming civilized. Nothing but nonviolence, altruism, and tolerance will make humanity forever civilized. Nothing but nonviolence, altruism, and tolerance will help humanity eliminate poverty forever. Economic concerns and economic opportunities are infinitely more compelling motivations than threats of legal punishment, moral persuasion, or religious injunction to help shun violence, corruption, and prejudice. People's overwhelming concerns are means for survival, comfort, and luxury. Their tempting concern is how to become wealthy. New economic opportunities are created by ending the existing detrimental economic realities like wealth destruction, wealth abuse, and wealth waste. Humans are awfully wronged by economists' failure to explain how violence, corruption, and prejudice prevent them from steadily improving their standard of living and quality of life. People are awfully wronged by economists' failure to explain how nonviolence, altruism, and tolerance would unfailingly help improve everyone's standard of living and quality of life. Everyone would endeavor to stop violence, corruption, and prejudice when shown to what extent violence destroys wealth, corruption abuses wealth, and prejudice wastes wealth. 
Americans would do things differently when shown to what extent corporate corruption is actuated and actualized by political corruption. Americans would do things differently when shown to what extent corporate corruption and political corruption prevent them from having opportunities to improve exponentially their standard of living and quality of life. Americans would do things differently when shown how political and corporate corruptions cause poverty in America. Americans would do things differently when shown how violence lowers the standard of living and decreases the quality of life. Americans would also do things differently when shown how prejudice lowers the standard of living and decreases the quality of life. Economic motivations are exceedingly more powerful than threats of legal punishment and ethical requirements. People routinely ignore both threats of legal punishment and ethical requirements. The pervasiveness of fraud, cheating, scams, and swindle shows people's willingness to risk legal punishment to make money. Politicians' obsession, fervor, and resolve to become rich show the power of money. The corruption of the leaders of business, government, and nonprofit shows the greed for money, the illegal and immoral pursuit for money. As people become aware of how violence, corruption, and prejudice lower their own standard of living and quality of life, they would inevitably be more motivated to shun violence, corruption, and prejudice. Economic motivation is the most compelling motivation influencing people's behaviors and activities. To find money, Ronald Reagan went to Japan. To find money, Bill Clinton went everywhere. Hillary Clinton's greed for money disgusted voters, who as a result rejected her and chose Donald Trump, who is incidentally a template of temptation for money. To find money to add to his growing fortune, Barack Obama went to Wall Street to peddle his prestige. To find money, Michelle Obama went on a book tour. A book tour is nothing but peddling books. Greed for money motivated three living former Senate Majority Leaders, Bob Dole, Tom Daschle, and Trent Lott, to become lobbyists, work in unison, peddling their prestige and connections. That is the magic of money. That is the power of money.